0: Motivation with Amazon Music. You're still in bed? Didn't you go running? Uh, I overslept. I'll go tomorrow. I'm getting in the shower.
1: Alexa,
2: set an alarm for 5 a.m. tomorrow to hard rock music. <laughs> The right song exactly when you need it. Amazon Music. The simplest way to listen to the music you love. New customers start your 30-day free trial at AmazonMusic.com, where news automatically cancel anytime.
1: wants
0: the cock. <laughs> Is that how it goes? <laughs> I am
3: Baby dolls, this is the Metal Hammer of Doom, and I am your host, the Mandata Reporter, and frankly I'm mortified, Mr. Mark Rattledge. And tonight we go off the beaten path a little bit, as we often do on this show. The even though we say it's the Metal Hammer of Doom and we do review a lot of metal albums, tonight we drift into the hard rock category, a band that used to be classified as heavy metal, but on this album they drifted into the hard rock category. Ladies and gentlemen, we're reviewing the new God Smack, which came out on April 27th, it was last Friday I believe. The album's called When Legends Rise, and I've got a pair of legends with me to help uh, review this thing. Ladies and gentlemen, back back from his hiatus uh, he, He's been gone for a couple of shows for one reason or another uh, He's the one-legged mule, the peg-legged Pete He's the man who loves his Godsmack Ladies and gentlemen, the Metal Coop, Robert Cooper How do you do, sir? I
1: cannot quite say that I love my Godsmack
3: <laughs> none, none of what I just said was true I called you a peg-leg, I said you love Godsmack I made up all kinds of shit
1: well i mean i mean sure i technically uh i do have one leg i just have another leg along with it it's just like really swollen and veiny like that uh one dick in the treasure chest and super bad totally.
3: <laughs> <laughs> terrific <laughs> so where you been man we we've we've missed you what's going on what like what where, where, where'd you go
1: uh, I thought you were going to say where did I come from Where did I go <laughs> uh, I was going to I going to really <laughs> love that Oh yeah so I've been, uh, been at work A lot okay, uh, Yay blue hardware store uh, And then last week I was like yeah I was like alright I'm going to listen to this primordial album On my lunch break And then our Wi-Fi like, kicked the bucket <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't listen to it on my lunch break And I got off at 8 o'clock for a 9 o'clock show. I'm like, uh, uh. again. Yeah, I found out the reason that uh, we couldn't connect to the internet on the Android phones is because the new Google uh, Chrome browser is a piece of shit.
2: Oh,
1: uh, so, uh, so, yeah, it wouldn't connect to our uh, little sign-in page on the Wi-Fi that's like, yeah, you can't sue us.
3: Well, we're so going to... Yeah. We're glad to have you back, sir. Even if you're uh, only got one leg and halfway injured and all that. Uh, that giggling you, of course, heard in the background there is, is is the hardest working man on this network besides me. He's the he, he's the the man that keeps the uh, the shows coming. He's the disapproving dad and the host of source material in his own right, Mister Jesse Starcher. How do you do, sir? So, Movie Pass. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs>
0: Why? Why do we have to continue to just jerk our customers around? Can you please tell me that? Mark, Mark we might as well talk about it right now. God, God, smack. We're, well, I won't put you through that. But I, I, I'm afraid that if Ronnie Adams doesn't have this show air anytime soon, MoviePass is going to change your plan like another 20 times.
3: <laughs> yeah. By the, <laughs> by the time the latest Screaming Boy that was recorded and in the can finally actually goes up, you know, Movie Pass will be out of business. <laughs>
0: we'll be we'll be talking about what what happened. I'll always be a Movie Pass kid.
3: Yeah. Uh, uh-huh.
0: Oh my goodness. I tell you, I tell you, the next what,
3: what they do, the the next the next Screaming boy, boy show is going to be the rise and fall of the movie theater. That's bo- that's about when he'll get the he'll, he'll get the fucking Movie <laughs> show up. Oh, Go ahead, damn. Jesse. Phil. Phil briefly 50 words or less fill robert cooper in on the on the um our woes
0: oh my goodness our woes well, Coop, my, with, with do you movie have movie pass, pass?
1: have you I heard of movie pass? it i've heard of it and i've looked at it i just don't know how legit it is
0: okay well <laughs> congratulations because you're probably making a a correct assumption there sir i mean
3: it's legit uh. they just make, they they just make some interesting decisions
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, let's let's just put it this way. Uh, your terms of service can change any time. As in, like, the time that Infinity War comes out, we're going to make it so that you cannot see the same movie twice. You're so mad about that. I'm, Jesus. I'm still mad. I'm still pissed. You really but, yeah. are. Calm the fuck was, down. Imagine this. Imagine this, Coop. You have the movie pass. You pay $10 a month. You want to go watch A Quiet Place. Two times because you enjoyed it the first time. You want to take your buddy. It was with so you. good it is. It was
1: me. So fucking good.
0: You want to take your buddy with you to go watch it and share the experience with him. Well, guess what, sir? You no longer can do that with Movie Pass. You used to be able to, but you couldn't. And they changed it Friday when Infinity War dropped. Well, now they've changed it. They've changed. I don't think they've changed that, but. They'd made some crazy other changes along with it, and then they reverted it to where everybody was... Twitter blew up and said everybody was going to cancel their shit, man. So, anyway, terms of service, can change on a whim. Look for the future Screaming Boy podcast. At some point, you can hear my just adamant rage at how pissed off I was and screamed for the firing of whatever executive decided to make that decision on the night Infinity War, Friday night, that Infinity War released. Ridiculous. Let's talk about Godsmack.
3: Yeah. Ugh. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I thought I was the cranky old man on this show. All right. Um, look, and you are. I mean, it's true. Jesse's out cranking me, though.
0: Um, it's, right. it's been a bad week. Uh, two weeks. All right. <laughs> I don't want be two weeks. Damn it. Just one. Um
3: so yeah I I've been a fan of Godsmack for many many years now. Um I haven't said I liked all their songs like I, I was telling Jesse earlier they they have a song called Voodoo which I'm not a particularly big fan of. But uh, keep, a, but,
2: but, uh
3: but keep away but is is fucking awesome. You know, I Stand Alone. There's a there's a lot of really good Godsmack songs out there. Um so you know again this podcast I like to I like to review some of the more well-known albums, and occasionally we throw a wild card in there—something off the beaten path. But for the most part, you know, I like to keep it to some of the major releases. And this is the most major release uh, in quite some time, other than a perfect circle, which we just ignored because I hate Tool. Um, so <laughs> Why do you hate Tool? What does Tool do to you? I don't. I just don't like them. I don't like them. You don't like Godsmack. Why don't you like Godsmack? Because they're just. They reek of douchebag.
1: Ouch! <laughs> what? Well, I, I mean, mean I, why well, do you listen, say they reek well, of douchebag? I mean, they just do. Their their music, hell, even their logo just reminds me of like a dude that's all big and buff and thinks he's really hot shit.
0: It looks like a a, a crazy. Uh... Dude bro tattoo. It looks a little Goldbergy. It, does.
3: it it looks a little Goldbergy. I'll 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 give you that. But I think there's room in this world for a little douchey music. I mean, why why can't you embrace the douchebagginess? What? Embrace douchebaggery. Robert Cooper. Embrace your inner douche. <laughs> embrace your inner douche. I <laughs> mean,
1: I mean I listen to this I mean, this album, and I was like, okay, I mean, there's some catchy shit, and they're not nearly so aggressively toolbaggish, because I feel like that mantle has been taken by a cer- certain band of Five Fingers. And I knew
3: it! I knew it! <laughs> five Fingers or Four Fingers, whichever you like. <laughs> five Finger four play, whatever. Um. <laughs> Jesse, I know, I, look, I, I know deep down inside... You, your inner douchebag is well fed, and and and. Uh, oh yeah, you, you know you, you let your inner douchebag shine. I know that about you, and that's not uh, a, absolutely. That, that's not an insult. That's a compliment. So when did you come to? When did you come to the Lord that is uh, God smack?
0: It had to have been the early two thousands. I remember when we were at the arcade. Uh, another arcade story, not really much of a story, but is this the one where you know, someone shits on the floor again? No one chat upon the floor. It might have. <laughs> Godsmack might have been playing at that time. But one of the things we did, uh, you know, the, me and the guys kind of liked each other's music. Um, buddy of mine brought in the new God's or the, the Godsmack CD, which I think was the one their first uh, their first release when they had vampires on it. I think um, I believe that was just Godsmack. But anyway, I loved it uh and i was like man this is some good stuff so there are a lot of great songs in there and i've been with them since kind of i wouldn't say the very beginning but i've been there and enjoyed what they've put out uh this was a this was a band that got radio play uh quite a bit especially in the early 2000s and that's probably another reason why i got kind of into them because our local radio station down here played a good bit of them and in if I could find their album and download it, I would. And uh, I, I caught up on uh, uh, on just about every album since then. I There's one in there, I think, which was 1,000 Horsepower. I may have listened to that like maybe three or four times. But I, I know I've listened to Godsmack, Awake, Faceless, Four, which there are some great tracks off of Four that i totally forgot about, and The Oracle. Uh, those albums I listen to quite a bit over and over. Uh, so, But 1,000 horsepower kind of flew under the radar for me. That was 2014. And then we got this one, When Legends Rise. I was kind of tepid as to what we were going to – I didn't know what we were going to get. Uh, we're talking, what, almost 20 years now. 20 years since ni- 1998's God Smack – not almost. It is 20 years since God Smack's original studio album released.
3: God Smack so, 20 years and still douching up a stage.
1: <laughs> bring it on. I had the chance to see them once. I I passed up upon it because... I was going to
2: say, did you take it?
1: Hell no. Because I was, like, extremely dehydrated because I decided to spend a 95 degree, uh... What was it? It was a solid 95 degree day uh, without bringing any water because they wouldn't let us. And then, like, the first band was Red Fang, and I love Red Fang, but I decided to go, like, crazy all out for them and, uh, like, fucking dehydrated myself to the point of almost vomiting. And you know I can't vomit. So, oh, oh, yeah, yeah was that's right. right. Jesse yeah,
0: Starcher. Floppy esophagus. Je- By the way, vampire, Vampires off of, uh, was off of Awake, so maybe that was more when I started getting into them. But I know I caught up on that 1998 album and loved every bit of it. Go
3: ahead. Jesse Starcher, um, Bush is touring with Stone Temple Pilots and The Cult. And I'm really interested in seeing the cult and the other two. It's like, yeah, it's fine. I mean, I missed Stone Temple Pilots when Scott Weiland was alive. And, I was you know, going to say, who's, they, who's they, their lead singer now? I don't know. Uh, floppy Esophagus. Bam. Um, <laughs> I, I moved up. <laughs> I don't know who their new singer is. I haven't heard the new Stone Temple Pilots yet. But, you know, I remember back in the day, you know, I liked them pretty well. You know, pretty good when, uh, you know, when sex type thing came out and all that. Um, oh, yeah. And, and it was just, we, we were talking. See, there's this girl I work with who is not my wife. Um, it's a different girl than the one I normally talk about. She, and, and don't get excited. She's like seven years older than me. But apparently she likes younger men. Go fake. Anywho, she's big in Cube. the better. Yeah, she's big into metal, and we've, we've kind of bonded at work, um, and she keeps trying to get me to go to all these concerts, and she's like, listen, if your wife doesn't want to go with you to all these shows, come with me and my group of friends and, and hang out, you know, and most of the concerts are at, like, this outdoor venue where you can get, like, a $20, quote-unquote, lawn ticket, so mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's, that's in the budget, that's pretty cool, and normally when I go sure. with my wife, we, we, we buy seats, and they're a little bit more expensive, um, point being, I'm debating whether or not I should go uh, because I really want to go see The Cult, but uh, but you know the other but Bush and, and Stone Devil Pilots, I'm kind of like meh. Uh, but what I really want to ask you is, do you play music in your house like you know like, like around dinner time? Do you play music for the kids? Because today I did. It was Hump Day, right? It's Wednesday. Sure. It's Hump Day. Yep. And I thought, well, since it's Hump Day, I got to play the Humpty Hump.
0: so funny because I played that shit yesterday.
3: (laughs) Nice. Well done, sir. And I've said before that my son is not so much into the heavy metal I play. It's too loud for him. It really bothers him. He'd much rather hear a podcast. My daughter, on the other hand, is is fine with it. She'd much rather hear the music. But I I discovered something today when I played Digital Underground's uh, The Humpty Dance, and that was this. Both my kids started dancing at the table. Okay. My son like he was headbanging to it, oddly enough, but he like just got up and started dancing. My daughter, you know, she was shaking her butt and I was like, Huh. Is this the beginning of my kids drifting away from rock and roll and into a more, you know, rap, R and B type thing? And, and, and I was like, uh and, and my wife actually said, She's like, What are we gonna do if our kids don't like don't like, you know, rock and metal and start listening to hip hop? And I'm like, I don't know, kill them um, <laughs> just, but I, just, but, but just I, I
1: turned them you, some lint
3: biscuit. There we go. <laughs> but they were digging the Humpty Hump. Jesse Starcher, what do you think about that?
0: Uh don't get too concerned. It's I I was there myself one day. I think a lot of us were. You know, Tone Loke, uh back in the '90s. We were all listening to some kind of hip hop at some point. Yeah, and I think were. for some reason that speaks to a lot of. Uh, the younger kids. I just I don't know if it's the beat or what, but I mean, at some point, I know. I know, of Jesse, all.
3: I know Jesse Starcher. When he was a little kid, he bust a move.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, MC, hold on. That uh, was MC L- Young. I was about to say no. MC Light. That, no. was
3: no, that was a girl. That was a girl. What about Young MC? Ha- no, 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 young, MC. young MC. Young I, MC. I got it reversed. Yeah, go. yeah. Don't just stand there. Bust a move.
0: You Dude, I had I had you did you see finish. I had fucking uh Bring the Pain gone uh yesterday? We were out shooting hoops and that's what happened. I ended up putting me and the wife were out there, so I was like, Oh, I gotta put on something that reminds us uh back when we actually used to sit around a basketball hoop and shoot uh shoot the old baskets. So I went to the nineties hip hop station and we listened to some uh, fucking method man bring the pain. Nice uh, we had all sorts of great jams going there yesterday, Mark Rattles, including Digital Undergrounds. The Humpty Dance is your chance. Just Not to be confused hump. with Ronnie Adams, the Harumphy Humpty. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's
3: a totally different thing. Um, <laughs> do you ever hear the, uh, the Wu-Tang Clan System of a Down? Uh, uh, I think I have. I think I have. This sounds very familiar. Go ahead. It was from like, Loud Rocks. So there were two different Wu-Tang Clan songs. I know One of them was definitely Wu-Tang Clan and um, System of a Down. Uh, but there was another one that I that I love, and it's uh, Wu Tang Clan. Ain't nothing to fuck with. It's like a metal version of it. It's it's just amazing. Uh,
0: now you're making me want to listen to like the Biohazard album again. Not Biohazard. Uh, uh, Judgment
3: Judgment Night. <laughs> I knew Judgment exactly Night. what you were talking about.
0: <laughs> is that on Spotify? That shit's got to be on Spotify.
3: Uh, I'm looking. Go uh, ahead. It, it, it absolutely talking. is because my rap mix is fucking Booyah Tribe. Oh, yes. All right. I'm gonna if my computer would be like cooperative um i'm gonna go ahead and see if i can find wood clans i think we should i, I think you should hear it <laughs>
1: you
3: know, the wood clan <laughs> out in the fuck with no the wood, the wood clan ain't nothing to fuck with as you will know tie dial t- okay yeah list wood clan Wooden machine. i don't think it's the machine i honestly don't remember though all right he's ready do it all right here we. I don't know that I Here we go. Talking, talking. go in. Come on. Uh Well, this is hell Uh. Yeah. Fell. <laughs> <I hope so. laughs> As if, that, if everything we heard nothing. Um, yeah, YouTube is running. My whole computer is running really, really slow. I'm gonna try this one more time and see the spit. But no, I'm just gonna it on Spotify. Um, yeah, this is only really slow, and I can't take it anymore. I can't
1: take it anymore. I was gonna go if I don't care anymore. I don't
3: care anymore. I
1: don't care Gotta go with anymore.
3: Gotta
1: with old Phil Collins, you know?
3: All right. Yeah, this is from Loud Rocks. Um, this is... All right, so it's not all of Rage Against the Machine. It's it's the Wu-Tang Clan and Tom Morello and Chad Smith of Rage Against the Machine. You guys ready? Got it. Let's try this one more Chad, fucking time. Chad
1: Smith was in Red Hot Chili Peppers. Maybe. He just looks like Will Ferrell.
2: Tiger style. Tiger style. Tiger <laughs> style. Hey, yo, the rule is black, nigga, niggas go, boom, boom, boom. Back on Super Chat, no one. Oh no, ear Wu Tang, I'm walking up, down, cabbage like a pickup truck, cross the clear blue yonder, see the shining sea, I slam tracks like quarterbacks, sacks from LG, why I'm trying tests, rebel INS, blessed since the birth, I earth slam your best, self. I base the cake, then take the cake and eat it too, with our crew, we had state to stay, yeah. man. If you wanna be thin, play no rushes, blue tanks, man, they run fuck with, straight for the motherfuckers, love them, bust this
3: ain' nothing to with uh, Oh shit Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. How awesome was that?
0: Let me tell you, first off, the song kicks some ass but that is the second time I've heard members of Rage Against the Machine play something that sounded like an animal. Okay? Because for a second there, I swore one of Coop's cats got in on the thing, and I heard, Meow, and I was like, oh. uh, okay,
1: I just sneezed.
0: <laughs> No, I heard you sneeze. That was unmistakable. It was the part where the cat came in and sounded like it was meowing or in heat or some shit. Uh, so it, just to uh, keep uh, people keeping score, you know, we had the chicken, uh, the chicken song off of uh, <laughs> fucking uh, uh, the uh, Prophets of Rage, and now we have the seems like they they got to throw them animals in there when they're teaming up with the rappers so terrific
3: all right let's get into this um oh yes please (laughs) (laughs) 15 minutes in and we've not and we haven't played a single track from this album and i got one more episode of unsolved to watch tonight so let's get let's get going this is our title track this is when legends rise
2: With words I'm spoken, silent cry. Our breath is frozen, blinded eyes. I fear myself. It's burning down, it's burning high. When ashes fall, the legends rise. We burn it out. Come by When ashes fall, the legends rise.
3: Legends Rise. That's a catchy tune, you know. Again, it's not uh, it's not straight metal. It's definitely uh, you know on the hard rock side, very mainstream sounding. But I like it. It was a catchy tune. It made my booty move. Coop, I don't want to think about your booty moving. I bring it up every show at this, and we've been doing the show for a zillion years. At this point, at this point, if you're not you know, used to me like, talking. If you're not used to me talking about how my booty moves, then I don't know what we've been doing all this time.
1: (laughs) There's this guy from about 1910 named Sigmund Freud. Oh, no. What? Oh, come on. Anal
3: stage, really? (laughs) Boo.
1: I don't know. Uh, Oh, Mark knows.
3: I know what you're you're talking about, but boo anyway.
1: Oh, Oh, don't... Oh, were they saying
3: boo? No, they were saying boo Earns, Boo-urns. What is happening right now? There's a
0: reference. It's another <laughs> reference of something.
3: It was a Simpsons reference.
0: Ah, uh, okay.
1: That one was. Now the other one was a uh, psychology reference. Is there
3: anything I can do to get you to talk about the song? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Uh, well, but I there's... guarantee it.
1: Uh, uh, hmm. let's see this song was it, it existed there we go oh, that's,
0: that, there wow we go. we've only got how many more to go <laughs> I bet they all exist
1: <laughs> <laughs> well I mean, it, I mean it is catchy it's catchy it's short it gets in and it gets out I mean I feel like it does what it's you know meant to do that's kind of just my feeling on a lot of this album really but uh, I, because I'm not a huge Godsmack fan, like none of this music so far is in uh, in this album that I can recall, especially this song. this song is fine, and I'd listen to it again if it just so happened to show up on Butt rock radio. Uh, but I don't know quite frankly, i just I just find it to be kind of inoffensive radio rock like that it just kind of you're like, all right, yeah, sure. And then once it's off, you're like that was a thing. Mm-hmm.
3: I don't think there's anything wrong with inoffensive radio rock though. I mean, you know, I don't think everything has to be harsh as fuck. I think... Oh, I well, yeah, they, yeah. I think I'm, I'm fine with that. Okay.
1: I just mean it's in terms of overall analysis, it's just kind of hard to really give a whole ton because it's just kind of like, uh, yep. <laughs> that, that exact it's, voice. It, it is a
3: thing. It did exist.
1: It, it's a thing. It happened.
3: <laughs> okay. Jesse? Uh.
0: Yeah. Okay, what do you think Godsmack's biggest, uh, their biggest exposure ever was?
3: Um, I would say I Stand Alone from the Scorpion King.
0: Okay, do you remember the, was it like the army commercials where they played? Oh man, I I wish I could remember, now I can't remember the song, um, because it, played over and over and over, and if I heard it, I could sit there and say, okay, yes, it, that's the one. Um, well, these guys aren't, you know, they're not a stranger to kind of porting out their music to get gain more popularity by joining it with some other type of product. Uh, just like you said, I Stand Alone from Scorpion King, the, the Army commercials that I remember. Uh, I think they've had some kind of tie-in with WWE at some point. Mark Radlich... Hey, uh...
1: Yeah, they they had a song that played. Uh, for, I think it was one of the themes for WrestleMania 20. Okay, and and I know that because uh, I well, back when I had five wrestling DVDs and all I did was watch wrestling. I watched WrestleMania
3: 20 like a thousand times. <laughs> I know they they just supplied a theme for the Greatest Royal Rumble.
1: Oh, I didn't watch that.
3: Well, well, then you missed Titus O'Neil. Sliding into oh, home I place. I, no, I didn't.
0: you didn't miss that. Nobody <laughs> missed that. Anybody <laughs> has Facebook <laughs> did not miss
3: that. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, that was the part uh, of the conversation uh, I missed last night with you, or Monday night with you guys. I uh, <laughs> listened to it today and I was just like, oh, you guys were talking about Titus O'Neil while I was trying to plan brunch. <laughs> but, <laughs> fucking brunch. Fucking <laughs> brunch. Mark <what> Brunjalich.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, let me finish my bit how how the fuck when Legends Rise is not like the beginning song of the next seasons for DC Legends of Tomorrow I have no fucking idea what Godsmack is doing so this, this needs to be like the opening theme to the first episode of season 4 of DC's Legends and then just kind of leave it at that that they that, that popularity would they would be right back in the limelight so there you go that's my thought on when Legends Rise that's very good okay let's
3: go let's go let's go little darling da, 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 da. all right let's uh this is the first single from the album uh this is bulletproof <laughs>
2: contradictions, why won't you So twisted that it's freaking me out. Just in eyes, it's no surprise you can't do anything now.
3: And now I'm too far gone. I'm bulletproof. You can't hurt me. I'm bulletproof. Go away. Alright, um <laughs> sir. No, Now go away. Now go away. <laughs> um all right. Again, you know, I mean it's good it's a good first single for this album. I think it's pretty emblematic of what the whole album is. I again, you know, we were talking earlier and you know, you made the comment and I and I a hundred percent agree with you. Even if you, you tend to prefer heavier, harsher kinds of music, there's a lot... I mean, they found a rhythm with this album where it really you know, makes your head bob. This is some catchy stuff. I mean, is, yeah. it, is it earth-shattering? Is it wildly inventive? No, it's none of those things. Um, is it music for white people? Absolutely. <laughs> and white uh, people download music, Jesse
0: Starcher. Do you understand what I'm trying to tell you? Uh yeah, I'm white, and I've been doing that since I got a computer. <laughs> Lo and behold, uh, you know, I, I this gotta,
3: uh, I got to put together a band, and I got to and I got to make my first album called "Music for White People."
0: <laughs> uh, I, you know, that'd be brilliant, brilliant stuff, right there, Mark Bradlich. It was uh, just a, a, a small correction. It was the Navy, United States Navy, and it was God Smacks Awake. That played during that commercial. Uh, so, anyway, as for bulletproof, you know, one of the things that kind of defines Godsmack to Me is their their Sully Erna's overwhelming, lyrical
3: wh- overwhelming whiteness.
0: <laughs> no, there, he, he has a way of writing lyrics that uh, he, even though as as hard as he seems, there's a bit of a vulnerability to his stuff. He understands that he's kind of a uh, bulletproof. A, well, you know, he's gone through some shit and he has to become bulletproof. If you listen to the lyrics of the song, that's kind of like what he's talking about. The fact that he's been with this woman or whoever dealing with this shit for so long that he has uh, it seems like he's had to become bulletproof uh in order to try and continue to live. That's what you see a lot of in some of his uh, in his songs and lyrics is there's just like this bit of, you know, vulnerability and he feels like he's been taken advantage of and and you can criticize that as much as you want whatever but that's when we got to this song I was like okay this is still clearly godsmack this is still clearly you know their their type of lyrics uh and when we talk lyrics these guys are not blind guardian okay let's just get that <laughs> out of the way <laughs> because uh I mean if you look at I wish I could I have the time. I have the methods, but uh, I didn't have the time before this podcast. I'd love to go back to. I think it was Godsmack's Godsmack and just throw in every lyric from all the songs and see how many times "Go Away" showed up in all you know in the in every bit of those songs. It was repeated throughout, like th- at least three or four songs. You heard that uh, a certain phrase, but they've yeah, come a long way. It's been twenty years. It
3: was either "Go Away"
0: or "Keep Away." Exactly. And, and you could see it. Uh, you could see that it didn't take a, a genius to see that, well, okay, he, he, there's a theme here. Um, yeah, but, that, that, but... that
3: the lead singer's a big pussy.
0: <laughs> Go away. Go away. You make me sad.
3: Oh, my my hurt... name is Shelley. Go away. <laughs> Keep away from me. You hurt Keep my away. feelings.
0: <laughs> I'm a sad man. uh I feel for all Sully. So anyway, uh, but yeah, there's there's my thoughts on bulletproof. You, you know
3: you know how that how this is going to end, right, Jesse? That Tell me. I, that I've made fun of this guy and called him a pussy, just joking around. But someone's going to hear this on YouTube. <laughs> Ten dislikes, and they'd be like, "Oh, f-, you know, don't make fun of Godsmack. They rock harder than your podcast." <laughs> to that person who will inevitably write that comment, you're right.
0: They do. <laughs> just agree with them. Move on. Uh, Christ. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, I have the most downloaded YouTube video, or excuse me, the most viewed YouTube video on the Source Material Podcast page is that fucking Rob Halford Baby Metal. I, I think that's the one that got 671 oh, views before I was like, fucking lock this down before this gets out of control. I had to make a decision to say, okay, this is going to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. You turned off
3: comments about the time they told you to
0: delete the page, right? Uh, I, I don't know. I have no idea. I was scared to even look at the comments anymore. I was like, okay, fuck this. I locked it down. I del- I didn't delete it. It's still on there. It's just it's private. So thank goodness. I don't. I don't. Uh, my I, I got feelings too, Mark ratlich No,
3: no. Maybe. I hear you. Look, we we've we've talked about this before, where you know sometimes I get a little frustrated, like some of our other podcast brethren. It's just like you know. I put so much work into this. I mean, you know me. I mean, there's the joke about the scheduling and all that, but I really do put a lot of time and effort into the into the podcast. You know, last week we were you know we were down content for one reason or another, and I like freaked out about it and was like, we got to get some other stuff up. Um, you know, so I do. I take it seriously. I treat it like another job. Uh, and I and I and I wish where I was going with this is sometimes I wish we would catch fire and get a little bit more popular because we have our loyal listeners. I mean, I look at the stats. I, every, we we get we get downloads every day, we get plays every day. And that's all well and good and I appreciate every single one of those people. I just wish we would get more popular and and I, you know and and start getting into, you know, the hundreds and the thousands, not the tens. Well, um, sure. And then I see people who comment on Larry Zonka's wrestling coverage and I don't want to be popular anymore. <laughs> I'm donkey, donkey man. I'm I'm perfectly happy toiling in obscurity. Ah, uh, yeah. Our that's brie- fine our, with me. Our brief brush with popularity, where we angered a bunch of baby metal fans, taught me a valuable lesson. It's fine to be unknown.
0: <laughs> Just a heads up, Metal Wani is reviewing Five Finger Death Punch and has given it a nine point zero. And Justice for None. Mm-hmm. Well, ha- that hasn't dropped yet, right? It has not.
3: Oh boy.
0: Talk- or we'd be talking about it now. Oh well, um, Sexorcism has gotten 7.0. Now I'm kind of worried. Oh, I'm sure it'll be fine.
3: Let's go slaughter he man. Alright.
0: Um,
2: speaking uh, speaking uh, of game toiling and
3: obscurity, let's move on to our next track. This is unforgettable. That's how you are. <laughs> Unforgettable. Unforgettable. That's who you are. Unforgettable. <laughs> All right. Unforgettable. I heard Robert uh, Winfrey say he loved it. He wanted to hear it 10 more times. Is that right? Robert Winfrey? I don't know, man. Uh, we're going to have to follow <laughs> up. All right.
1: right, let's. Winfrey, will this happen? No, Winfrey I'm sure... is
3: a fan of Godsmack. I had
0: no idea.
3: No, 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 he's not. I'm pretty sure he'll, I'm t- pretty sure he'll tell me it stinks. Um, okay, let's try that again. Take two. Uh, <laughs> I heard Robert Cooper say that he loved that song and he wanted to hear it 10,000 more times. Isn't that true, Robert Cooper?
1: Uh just, I mean, I'm trying to remember who this reminded me of because the last song reminded me of Skillet. Uh, let's see, what does this song remind me of? Because like each song by this band, like the more I listen to it, the more I'm like, oh, what band does that remind me of that I've already heard?
0: The gang vocals is that is that the correct term? Gang vocals when the kids get in there. Those are, and...
1: those are the gang vocals.
0: Okay, all right. Now, it, there are some there are some bands that implement that uh, quite. A bit, and I probably know where you're going. I just can't think of the name of some of them. I don't know. reminded me
3: just a, a tiny bit of uh, a Def Leppard song that came out a couple years ago, where, where like the video for it was all like sports related stuff. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it sounds nothing like that song, but it just it had that kind of feel to it. Where uh, I got to go back and see what, what song they loaned to the WWE for the Greatest Royal Rumble, but this one would have fit.
0: I like I, I like this one, and I thought this is probably how many tracks we got off here. This is I think a top three for me. I I kind of enjoy it. And again, it's a it's a head bobber. Uh, you you will recognize that.
3: S-Sully you will still know used... my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance. Sorry.
0: Yeah. Sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
3: It's from uh, Pulp Fiction. Uh,
0: I know. I know where it's coming from. <laughs> okay, just a second. Uh, not the reaction I was looking for, but okay. Uh, you'll recognize that he, Sully does these weird vocal things. I say weird. It's kind of a staple for him where it, you know, it's strong, strong vocals. And then it sounds like Coop impersonating Bane uh, for a couple minutes, you know, where it sounds like he's kind of talking into a, a cup. Or or something, you know, some kind of weird that's, vocal enhancement.
3: That's what we need right now is Bane singing Godsmack. <laughs> I wish Bane were here. Where's Bane? Is, I want Bane to come on the show and start singing a Godsmack song. Any Godsmack song will do.
2: Boo-doo.
3: <laughs> Boo-doo. <laughs> this voodoo! Voodoo!
0: Voodoo Godsmack
3: thank you Bane alright <laughs> you're all welcome right. you that's <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice tonight Yep, a, a Bane running on the metal hammer of doom is always good
1: <laughs> at least I didn't trip and go uh, supermanning under the <laughs> ring
3: <laughs> speaking of uh, Titus O'Neil and uh, Titus Worldwide you know who my daughter has a crush on have I told you this Jesse uh, is it Apollo? Uh no. She has a crush on John Cena. Aww. Yeah, she, she, sang, she sang it at the table today. Um I can't remember like oh. I something came up on Facebook and what and it was like, you know, which match is is the rock's most like iconic match and one of the choices was uh, the Rock versus John Cena at Wrestlemania and she like points, she's like, oh that's John Cena she's like, John Cena rules, da 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 John Cena Boo. rules
0: and Boo! Boo! And I thought about kicking her out the of mark. the house You know who my wife has a crush on? You John Cena Oh no Boo! Ooh, John Cena sucks da, da,
3: da, da. <laughs> I sing that in the house Sir. Which it's of course because I've for years just you know lamented the existence of John Cena. My, of course, my eldest daughter, my only daughter, my pride and joy, would uh, would pick him as a celebrity crush. Yuck!
0: Uh, all the kids
3: love him. Who was Kira's first uh, celebrity crush?
0: I don't know. Probably somebody from the Disney Channel. I'm sure. Right now, she's she's still got celebrity crushes. I mean, <clears throat> right now she's big into Finn Wolfhart, which is a dude from Stranger Things. No, Finn uh, Wolfhart uh, is clearly a professional wrestler. <laughs> he's <is> a Viking <laughs> from the com- from comic books. Uh, no, he's he's some kid who off of uh, Stranger Things. But yeah, I'm sure it was some kind of Disney related thing. I wish I could remember. I, she never really showed too much interest in the wrestlers, which is fine with me. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, uh, those days are long gone, Mark Radlich. I've I put them out of my memory, thank goodness.
3: All right. Ain't you got any celebrity crushes these days, Robert Cooper?
0: Uh, Emma Stone,
3: duh. <laughs> hubba hubba. All right. She's definitely unforgettable. And she can have every part of me, and that's our. Next <laughs> oh, song. here we go! <laughs> <laughs> and that's our next song. What a segue! <laughs> here we go. This is every part of me. part of me, you know, I again, I can't help but kind of bop in my seat, you know, sh- wiggle, my, wiggle my tushy uh, whenever I hear these songs, man. I mean, they've definitely created some uh, some very, I don't know if memorable is the right word, but definitely some very catchy songs. So, I enjoyed that. Coop?
0: they're all
1: alright.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it Again, I agree with you, nothing completely stands out uh among the rest. There's a few on here. There's like two or three, but the the album as a whole <clears throat> it's not horrible. It's not bad. It's good stuff. I mean, <clears throat> this is uh this particular song right here is there's not really anything I can complain about. I was just looking over the lyrics. I don't know if this is there may be some deeper meaning, but it it feels like it's a love it, it's a song or an ode to something that uh, he loves. Uh, He's
1: nuts.
0: <laughs> got, he. got him. Got <laughs> so, uh, It's never going to get old. No, it won't. It will not. Dude, I have to hear it every night when my son's playing Fortnite. So. Are you kidding uh, me? <sighs> Dude, are, are you kidding me? He's eight years old. He's going to yell out any meme that he can fucking get his eyes on. I don't know know what's happening right now. (laughs) It's okay, old man Radlich. You have, no, actually, here's what's going to happen. In about three years, you're going to know exactly what I'm fucking talking about. Because once you get your son the Xbox 2 or whatever it is at that point in time, then me and you can share stories and you'll be in on this conversation. Go back and listen to this podcast in the archive three years from now. Um, so anyway
3: <laughs> i I am trying to not buy like a, a huge game system because I really don 't want the kids it's it's weird i 've actually been been wrestling with this pop up star chair here 's my problem okay the the kids both my kids l- actually let me let me let me do a prologue to this story. So we got my son the the Amazon fire stick, and yep. yeah, you know you can put games on it like little stupid uh like tablet games basically. You can play on the fire stick. Nothing, like, complicated or anything. And so, um, and I think I've told the story about how, you know, like, he didn't even want to watch any TV on his TV. He wanted to play video games, like, immediately. And so, apparently, my daughter then complained to my mother that it's not fair that Jonas got video games for his oh, TV. Yeah. And oh, yeah. she, ha- she just has a little <clears throat> fucking... Jewish American princess that she is. She's like, I just have an Apple TV and mine won't play games.
1: So well, I, ju- I want an Apple TV.
0: I thought Jewish American oh. Princess was a damn game. I thought that uh, no. <laughs> no. No. It is a-
1: Jewish American Princess game. <laughs> oh
0: no. No, you know you never heard the term Jap? Uh, uh afraid not,
3: sir. You don't have many Japs in your area of Ohio? Jewish American Dude, when, you say,
0: when you say Jap, okay, I'm yeah. sorry But I, I'm, I'm clearly My mentality is from the 40s uh, <laughs> damn,
3: damn gooks
1: um chong, ching chong God, you're gonna get Like, uh, this project, yeah. I'm just picturing
3: Jesse Like 30 years ago Standing on top of a Toyota Hitting it with a bat <laughs>
0: And just put his eyes, was angry with the sides of his eyes taped to his fucking dimples. continue with video game story so your daughter's mad she's mad because no I want to explore your hatred of the japanese people sir why am i turning into ronnie adams on this podcast why are you doing this to me please Continue with your story. <laughs> All right, sorry. Um,
3: anyway, we'll get back to Jesse's hatred of the Japanese people and their entire culture in just a minute. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, meanwhile, so she complained that she doesn't have video games on her TV. So now the new thing is they're not even, like, playing the games anymore. They're watching these videos of somebody playing through various Mario Brother games. Oh,
1: God, Let's Plays. Why? I guess, yes, sir. I, I don't. I don't.
3: I don't understand. Yeah, so take thick- hours, hours, Robert Cooper, watching Let's Plays. I guess that's what they're called. I don't know. I'm old. Um, so both of them have independently come to me and said, can we get a video game system? And, like, I've talked to my wife about this. It's like, on the one hand, as a father, as somebody who loves his children, I want to get them the things that they want, you know, within reason. Obviously, I don't want to spoil them to death, but, you know, make them shitty children. Um, who becomes then shitty adults that I have to put on suicide watch at the jail um but I on the other hand I don't want him to be sitting around the house playing video games like it's it's bad enough I've, I've given up soccer Jesse Starcher um, I my son is so so terrible like not <laughs> terrible at soccer but like like <clears> he gets out there and he just kind of watches everyone run around him and then he complains his legs hurt and I and <laughs> just yeah. tired of it so like you know, he wants to do You're like, that's my boy he want... Yeah, my my son the sped out there Twirling in circles um... I mean, I did that I used to like insult my teammates Tell them how awful they
1: were I'd throw my glove down at baseball And stomp on it, I'd dance in the outfield Oh yeah, I was the worst
0: You're a shithead, wow
1: <laughs> Dude, wow. I was such a dickhead as a child
3: Damn, <laughs> great, so I have Robert Cooper Oh yeah, dude. and
1: I was the worst kid on the team That's the funny part <laughs> I had no room to, sh- to shit talk, yet here
3: I was. <laughs> well, so, yeah, I like, I want my kids to be out. Now, my, I mean, granted, my daughter has earned the right to be able to sit home on the occasion and, and veg out because she does musical theater, she was just in a play, she does Girl Scouts, she does swimming. Easy. Um, so, <laughs> you know, so, so on the occasion she just wants to, like, hang out at home and watch whatever on the TV. I'm like, I'm okay with that, she's fine. But my son... You know he—he's like I can't even get him to run around in soccer without him yelling like my legs hurt you pussy. So um, I I just don't I don't want to encourage terrible behavior by getting him a video game yet I want to get him what they want and they're they're less playing with toys and more turning and turning to video games. What do I do, Jesse Starcher? What do I do?
0: Mm. Well, I'll give you the advice that i wish somebody would have told me. I, listen, i played video games as a kid. I got a Nintendo when i was 10 years old. My parents gave me a TV, a Montgomery Ward's color TV Montgomery. with a knob. Yes sir, Montgomery, Montgomery Ward's <laughs> Not Montgomery Burns. Montgomery Ward's
3: TV with the knob. Were you uh, offered and... a Japanese-made television, and you said, "Not in my house." <laughs> Not in my house, bitch! You, threw, you, threw you it take that shit out of here. Your... You get the... like, Go back to
0: Pearl Harbor. <laughs>
3: <laughs> get the Fuji out of here. <laughs> just Sanyo and shove it
0: up your ass. Uh, now, I damn Hirohito. I grew up with video games, so I don't. I don't think that I turned out that bad. Uh, well. But things <laughs> that could be debated um but things that's have true. definitely changed in the way that these games are we didn't have online uh you know we didn't have all that online stuff that they do nowadays and kids are probably more uh you know they're more uh, comfortable playing games for hours on end because you've got so many more you know you you got more many way more options here's the thing though mark radlich it they will It will consume their life. And (laughs) you mentioned the whole sibling thing. Oh, my gosh. Almost every fucking day we have to deal with that shit. Because Colton's four, Caleb's eight. Colton wants to play Roblox. Now, we've kind of got it on a schedule where, okay, you get one hour and Colton gets one hour. And we we alternate that stuff. And they
3: can't play together?
0: uh, Well, they could if they wanted. But Caleb's more into playing Fortnite and... Colton is into playing something a lot more juvenile. Um, so that's that's just but you have to deal with it every day. Oh, it's on the. I want to play the Xbox. Oh, and I Colton got grounded. Colton's four years old. Got grounded from the Xbox. Uh, because he wanted to play it and he wanted to play it now. And no matter how many times we told him no, he was like, But I want to play it now. I said, Listen, you ask me again. And you're not going to play it for the rest of the day. And he threw a fit. I want to play it now. It's like, okay, I don't know. So just be ready. If you do this again, buy a whole other fucking TV, get it in another room. And then you, you, we have it hooked up to our biggest TV in our main living room. And I'll tell you right now, if I can come up with some extra money, that shit's going in the basement sometime soon, but I can't have it down here. If I'm working on podcasts and stuff, because Caleb would be in here, and, you know, it's just, it's a pain in the ass. Well, no, you there can you, p- go.
3: you can put headphones on your computer, and then you can do what you need to do.
0: Sure, sure, but it's a pain in the ass. You will have, you will, every day, you will say to yourself, why did I fucking buy that thing?
3: Yeah, see, this is why I... I... I, like, I'm thinking about getting him like, a DS or something like that, because I feel like if I if I commit to the Xbox or a PlayStation... That's you better exa- get them
0: both something.
3: I, I'm, I'm... Get them both oh. a PlayStation. Um, yeah.
0: Get them both a fucking gaming system. Like, a, a DS... B- both of them a DS, if you can afford that. Might be a good way to go. Yeah, I'm thinking... You I'm, some I,
3: Pokemon, man. I'm, I'm, there you I'm, I'm thinking both a DS. I can DS teach you. Because I'm not... No. Um, stay away from my children. Um, <laughs> I It's, it's just... I just don't want to commit to one of these giant gaming systems because of everything you just said. All right, yep. Uh, so our so the the parent talk portion of the Metal Hammer of Doom is now over. Let's 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 go back to our music here. Let's take it to the edge. Take it to the limit. <laughs> it to the limit. What did you think of that one, Jesse?
0: That's a good one. That's one of the better ones off of here. I liked it. I liked it a lot.
3: I like that it's Coop. about fisting girls.
0: <laughs> I... Uh, uh,
3: he clearly talked about fisting right at the sure. beginning of the song.
0: Okay. Uh, Coop. <laughs> <laughs> And
3: once again no hey Jesse, how was your podcast tonight? Ugh, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah.
0: I don't know where it went wrong. I think it was like minute five. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so what'd you think of the fisting song there, um, Robert? Is Coop here? Uh did we lose him? Uh he put himself on pause somehow
0: driving my fist deep down inside it oh yeah is the first lyric <laughs> see see <laughs> god damn it uh, yeah, he, he's gonna f- take it to a whole new level in spite of the bullshit <laughs>
3: yeah baby sexy talk yeah he's on pause uh, for some odd reason I don't know why he done paused it perhaps he'll die um, just spotted a fly perhaps he'll die spotted a fly all right, um, so anyway, the fisting song, go.
0: Uh, <laughs> you want me to read it to you? I mean, it was good. Uh, I thought I thought it was all right. I, this is, like I said, one of the better ones off of here. Uh, and, you know, it's this is what it is. Man, I'm reading some of the reviews for this album. Okay, and let's talk about that. And it's rather lukewarm. I mean, a lot, some of the reception is just... Uh, you know, Like, I'll read here from killyourstereo.com. Um, Kill your television. Sure. Uh, they said... One of the things that they said right here at the beginning of this... Yeah. First four songs, When Legends Rise, Bulletproof, Unforgettable, and Every Part of Me are just basically elevator rock music. Stop gaps for a smaller part of your overall day that don't require any deeper listening efforts on your part. You're exposed to them... They climb through one ear, jump right out the other. You move on, and you don't give these songs any more thought.
3: Well, not for nothing, <sighs> but I kind of said that earlier. I, I, yeah, that I was gonna I, say you these were not that. these were not memorable songs.
0: No, they're they're good, but it's nothing where you're you're writing your mom about. No, um, you know when I when I go to my buddy who introduced me to Godsmack, I'm gonna tell him, "Hey, dude, new Godsmack album's out. You will probably want to listen to this." I think you know there's enough to offer here. Godsmack fans to keep them entertained and Robert Cooper did he just disconnect or is he back on here
3: no he's gone he gone he gone he gone he gone I'm gonna write him in just a second and say what's what's your deal what's your
0: deal Lucille
3: (laughs) you picked a fine time to leave me Lucille (laughs) you bitch you whore I love that I don't recall that part of the song oh you've never been to a piano bar sing-along Apparently not. Yes, at the yeah. piano bar sing along, they would they they would uh, do a song and the, and you know they would uh, noodle around a bit and then they would just do a few bars of "You picked a fine time to leave me, Lucille," and the whole audience would drunkenly yell out, "You bitch! You whore!" <laughs> Because she left him, see. Ah, uh, yeah, I yeah. see. <laughs> you Understand what happened in the story? Lucille <laughs> left, and so. Bitchy. <laughs> yes. Oh, apparently, oh. she picked. She picked the worst time to leave him. And uh, people
0: were, uh, and they were upset. He was upset. Yes, and so oh, he's back. Robert I Cooper.
1: Am-
3: you picked a fine I time am- to leave us, Robert Cooper. You
1: bitch. You whore. Did, did I take it to the end? Did I take it to the other side? Took
3: it, t- <laughs> took it to the edge! Uh, was somebody fisting you?
1: Uh, no. No, fortunately not. Uh, no, I just got a, uh, a friend of mine called, and I was like... <laughs> and she was like, oh, what are you doing? I'm like, a podcast. She's like, oh, were you in the middle of it? I was like, mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> Did you tell All you right. you were in the middle of a terrible podcast?
1: Oh no! I just told her I'm in the podcast. I'm in the middle of a podcast for a terrible album. Totally different.
3: Oh, okay. It's, it's, I knew the word "terrible" was going to be used in there somewhere. All right, Lucille, what'd you think of taking it to the edge? I thought he kept saying "yeah, yeah." <laughs> Interesting. Like you know,
1: he takes it to the "yeah, yeah." He takes it to the other side. <laughs> these guys are not exactly. Uh, you,
0: you know what he? You know but, what he says when he takes it to the edge? No. Get back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is it because they don't know him like that?
3: Uh, so, <laughs> it might be. After he gets fisted, he stands alone in the shower. Oh, oh
1: please do. Oh, so does that mean this is the song about him being the cheese? Oh, the cheese stands alone? The cheese
0: stands alone. Oh, <laughs> oh, boo. There we go. Oh, gosh.
3: Uh, Wow! <laughs> welcome, welcome to the Dad Joke Podcast. My goodness, oh, featuring
1: two dads <laughs> and then a,
3: two dads and
1: a
0: faux paw. <laughs> That's a good one. I'll be uh, here all week. Uh, That's a good
3: one. try. The quiche, it's delicious. All right. Speaking of delicious. Let's, uh, After you
0: get fisted, what happens, Mark? After you get fisted, do you check? Uh, what's What's the next song?
3: After you get fisted, you have to check under your scars. What? <laughs> no. <laughs>
2: I could watch you sleep, hold your body closer, breathe.
3: That's our ballad of the evening, under your scars. Did that get under your skin? <laughs> 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 uh, I
2: mean
1: I mean Sully Erna has a very I mean his voice is uh he has a really good voice. I want to say intoxicating. It's it's really it's really <laughs> he's dreamy. It's, it's,
3: it's,
1: it, uh, he is just look at his tattoos. His glasses and that beard. Oh my god.
3: <laughs> he's he. Uh, he definitely looks fistable.
1: No oh, yeah. especially <laughs> if they're under his scars. Oh Ugh. no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. That just got ten times
3: worse. <laughs> uh, see what happened when we take like two weeks off. Uh, these are, these, Nothing uh,
0: good. Uh, <laughs>
1: No, it just sounds kind of icky.
0: <laughs> Nothing good. <clears throat> I was just looking to see if Angry Metal Guy did a review of of this album and maybe he didn't touch it because it's not metal enough. Uh you know, we've talked about it being hard rock. Uh he, the last one he did was a thousand horsepower, so he didn't he hasn't touched this one yet. Um I could see him possibly getting a little upset about some of the stuff on here. But you know, as for this song, you know, it's a ballad. It's again, if you look at some of the reviews, the word vulnerability is going to come up specifically because of this song. So, I, you know, how
3: do you how do you think he he feels? You know, like he he writes this album that's obviously deeply personal. You know, really puts himself out there, and then there's three clowns just tearing it apart. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: he could give a shit last. I guarantee it. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't, it, 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 I, mean don't I don't think we
3: really...
1: We don't get under his scars. No, no. <laughs>
0: no, mm. no I, I think that one of his... I mean, one of the things that he set out with this album, I believe one of the things I read was... He's like, you know, look, Godsmack doesn't have to be metal all the time. And yeah, that might be what we... You know, Metallica
3: Metallica came to the same conclusion. You know, they were like, all right, we've done X amount of albums. You know, we've we've explored that enough for the time being. Let's try some other stuff. And, you know, and I think it was Jason Newstead who always had that like really cheeky line of like, oh, Metallica sold out. Yes. Every every stadium in every part of the world, Mm -hmm. you know, and they did it by creating by creating music that was appealing to a wider audience. You know, and I think that they they hit it also like the right time because I mean, if you think about like when the Black Album came out, you know, the Black Album was obviously more accessible than Injustice or Puppets or you know or anything before that. Um, on the other hand, it's this was like the '90s where where metal was kind of on an uptick. You know, it had divorced itself from from the hair metal '80s and you know, in the you know, the progressive metal eighties of like Iron Maiden and whatnot. And, you know, you had bands like Pantera out there. Um and so there there was metal became very mainstream. Um mm-hmm. and, and they were just metal enough with this hard rock edge to it to where they could appeal to longtime Metallica fans that you know that were not you know so butthurt that you know they didn't create and Justice for Injustice for All part two. Um <laughs> well taking on new fans and you know and everything else. And that's why they've they've been with you know, like multi platinums. Now I'm not saying that everything they created in that era was fantastic. You know, reload, I'm looking at Yeah, your Ronnie.
1: Re- Ronnie, that song is not good. <laughs> it was
3: awful. I was gonna say reload, I'm looking in your direction. Um Saint hey, half a An- reload was good. <laughs> then then of course there was Saint Anger. Saint Anger give respect. Um I mean frantic tick, tick 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 tock, so <laughs> yes <laughs> and, and the overly the overly snare drummed uh mixing um, I mean overly tin canned, yes, <laughs> what was it? what was it pots and pans and a tin can rolling down a hill? dink dink
1: dink dink dink, dink, dink. <laughs> Uh,
3: um uh, we need we need we need Robert cooper in his renaming of the last Phil ensemble and the appliances.
0: <laughs> oh yes <laughs> absolutely
3: oh, it's Appliance trailer part three <laughs> this personal. anyway um so yeah i don't i don't i don't give god a smack truthfully too much shit for Wanting to explore some other sounds and you know and create a more I think appealing, uh, less harsh sound. I mean it's it's good. I mean it's like a look. I don't like I said I don't mind a hard rock album if it's good. If it you know if it's got some good uh, some good groove to it. Uh, My problem is when they do it and it sounds like they're trying too hard. Nickelback. So (laughs) they're they're trying. (laughs) (laughs) Nickelback.
1: Oh, please. I'm Nickelback. I wouldn't give you a penny back.
3: (laughs) All right. Someday when you're all alone and the world is... Living
2: with these shadows Separating what I've done Chasing the illusions of who I once was Too much time, too many places Different lives, different faces Stripping down and bracing for our change. Yeah hey.
3: Yeah, all right. That is enough of that. Um, That might be the weakest song on the album. I mean, it's not terrible. It's just that was one. I'll normally give it a second verse because I'm really enjoying the song, and you know, I'm I'm just about getting to the halfway mark. That one, I was like, yeah, I'm
0: done here. (laughs) Uh, It wasn't that bad. Come on. Some days a good one. Some days a bad one.
3: His voice. No, no, very good, Jesse. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I thought his singing was a little weird on that one. I thought the, the vocalizations was a little uh, little hee hoo a little yodeling. Okay. Some yodeling right. in there. Little
0: hoo It's a Godsmack song. It's, it's, it's not bad. It's not horrible in my opinion. So It's, it's definitely passable.
3: It's yodeling. Huh? It's, it's Godsmack yodeling. It's Godsmack yodeling. Keep away from little ole hee hoo. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some Ricola
1: and little ole hee hoo.
3: Voodoo, voodoo, little ole hee hoo.
1: Oh, I ain't right. <laughs> I think I think it would work well it your ole hee hoo. I don't uh, know. Now
2: I- it's still away. <laughs> <laughs>
3: robert cooper did you did you hear there there was like a there was I keep calling it yodelling, but there was like a weird vocalization he was doing in that song. I don't know if I gave it,
1: paid it that much mind. all you, I could think of during this whole song is are you there Bell South?
3: I need you just to phone me something in <laughs> okay then um do we have anything more we want to add to this if not I want to move on move on. All right, this next song is this next song is called One Day at a Time. One day at a time. Da, da, da. One day at a time. One day at a time. It's not really called One Day at a Time. Oh, really? It's <laughs> time and it didn't cost me a dime. This is just one time. Do you
1: your
2: house.
3: today to see if I could feel I ripped off a Nine Inch Nails song Um, (laughs) just one time to see if anyone would notice Uh, I'm just kidding, it was was fine, Uh, I just hurt myself to see if I could feel the first thing I thought of was hurt
0: by Nine Inch Nails
3: Not, vulnerability,
0: yet again.
3: Not a Johnny Cash song. He just covered it, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Oh. Well, yep. I. Coop, go ahead. I was going
1: to
3: say, yeah, no, I knew that. Uh, it's but, weird but some people that, like, don't. Do you know that? Did you, did you know that some people thought that Johnny Cash wrote Hurt for some, some weird reason? Well, I mean,
1: did you know some people thought that uh, Jimi Hendrix wrote all along the
3: Watchtower? Uh, I did know that Jimi Hendrix was given that song by Bob Dylan. Yeah, but I I you do understand. I do not. I do understand the point that you're making. That many people thought that all along the watchtower was a Jimi Hendrix song. It is not.
1: It's just the better version, and even Bob Dylan does it Jimi Hendrix style now.
3: That's right. Yeah,
1: but I was going to say that. As weird as it is to say, Sully's uh, vocals remind me of uh, Billy Joel Armstrong. Belinda? I really Belinda. thought
3: you were just going to stop with Billy Joel, because that would have taken this podcast in a whole other direction. No, oh, <laughs> Billy <laughs>
1: Joel Armstrong. Sing me a song, <laughs> you're the piano uh, man. Oh, uh, don't worry, my dumbass was like, you know, piano man, who does that? I was like, is that Elton John? And my mom's like, no, dumbass. Billy <laughs> nice. Joel, because there's one this one dude that shows up the karaoke night every and sings it every time he's there. He sings it and he has a damn harmonica, so he could do
3: the harmonica part. Oh, nice! <laughs> he's got to be. Oh, white yeah. he has got to be white. Oh,
1: he's so white, and he's uh, like in his fifties.
3: Does he show up in an ascot?
1: No, I think we call him the '70s guy, though. Is his a stage name? <laughs> See, I did, I did uh, some Hawthorne Heights. That '70s guy. Night. <laughs> I, uh, I I did some Hawthorne Heights, you know, cut my wrists and black my eyes. Nice some uh, good old two two thousand eight emo kid music that I'm actually pretty good at, and I get the oh.
3: hey the crowd likes, it, so why the fuck not? Get the wrist, get some wrist, cause I can't resist. Um, little life of agony for you. My daughters play. Um, they they did a version of Alice in Wonderland for kids, like you know specifically for kids. So, you know, less less, less drug references, yeah. So the the part of the caterpillar was played by a fifth grader who was dressed like a hippie. And the audience was quite quite taken with her. She uh let me tell you something, Jesse, about marriage. Tell me. I made a remark that this play um, pro- con- produced by children um could have used a few details to make it better, like maybe mic the kids or teach the kids how to project because <laughs> it's barely... Oh, you no you are play. putting
0: way too much thought into a fucking kid's play. Children to
3: you know what's funny? I, I'm here, I'm about to bash my wife. Now I can't because you just took her side.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, dude. Them teachers have something. They, they would rather probably pluck their own eyes out and sit there and have to... Try and go through some of this bullshit that they have to do for plays, man. I, yeah, trust me. I've seen it. I was just like, I, I was there at one point. I was like, man, why don't these kids get up there? And, and, and I was like, okay, and I understand why. When Johnny in the back is about to fall over <laughs> because his finger's in his nose, I'm like, that's why. He, starts,
1: just, he just pulls his pants down and starts shitting <laughs>
0: everywhere. <laughs>
3: yeah <laughs> i'm just, look, I'm not saying the play was bad. I mean, look it, this was first through fifth graders. They did a great job, and you know the kid that played alice was, was was quite charming, and the white rabbit kid was fine. i just they were there were a couple of things I was like, huh, this needs some tweaks clearly there were time, there were missed time cues because there would be like these awkward silences, you know, and the poor kid who's playing the white rabbit would just keep going through her- her routine of hand motions. Until they moved on to the next thing, yeah, you know, it was they were clearly telegraphing when there was a fuck up, and I noticed it and I asked about it and I got yelled at by my wife who was just like, "You are being overly." She compared me to my dad. It's like you are being overly critical for no reason. Their first through fifth graders lay off, and I'm like, "Yeah, you can't." I'm like, "Dude, mic the fucking kids or get a smaller arena or just something." Mike, I the kids. Rena. I can't
0: hear what they're saying. And he's like, "You're deaf," and I'm like, "No, they whispered." Throw that on. Throw that on the old PTA suggestion next time. See how <laughs> quick that fucking shit gets shot down. Oh yes, uh, Mr. Rattelich has proposed that we get microphones for the kids. That's all they want is or, to hear fucking some kid talking to the other one, or take when they're the not 90, supposed to.
3: Or take the ninety-five dollars, you know, a week that I'm paying for this for this class, and maybe teach them how to project and speak from the diaphragm.
0: I'm sure there's probably a volunteer position available, Mark Radlich. You go you fuck go right your, ahead.
3: You go fuck yourself. I'm not doing shit. <laughs> yeah,
0: uh-huh. I... Things have changed now, huh? Ugh. Yep. Yeah, yep, yep. I, I th- How I, now,
3: brown cow? I thought you would take my side on this, but clearly <laughs> you, you took my wife's side,
0: so let's just move oh. on. I'm not saying they don't suck. I'm just telling you... <laughs> <laughs> Place expecting you know the 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 mid the the players uh, the local theater you just ain't gonna get that wow coming cl- out of a uh... wow
3: clumsy waiter you really awkwardly move through that one that's let, tried let, let's try let let let's take it back here I'm gonna give it to you okay I you know the, use the use um, I wasn't For expecting sure. I wasn't expecting cats okay try it Sorry. again. Start again, and then throw cats in there. It's like there. showing go. up at
1: my house. You don't expect cats.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, this ain't Robert Cooper's. You're not going to get a rendition of Cats, nor are you going to get Hamilton. All right? There, there, you, there go, you go, Jesse. Thank you. Thank you very much. Would
3: you I say if it's bad,
1: would it be Shamilton? Shamilton. <laughs>
3: Dude. Uh, <laughs> that was very smoothly done. You should try podcasting yourself, Jesse.
0: What he says, I'm going to give it a shot. You just wait. You better be ready, Mark (laughs) Rattledge. You're going
3: to give the Rattledge and Broadcasting Network or the Net... Robert Cooper, we're considering changing the name of the Rattledge and Broadcasting Network to the Neckbeard and Broadcasting Network. What do you think? I mean, I'd watch it.
0: Real quick, Robert Cooper, have you voted in the poll yet?
1: I have not danced on the poll, no.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Have you been fisted? (laughs) Uh, i mean it hit my scars <laughs> listen
0: we mark Radlich has clearly said that we have done the most neckbeardy conversation on this podcast network by discussing uh wrestling at one point well it got a little bit more strange when it came to source material this past monday when we were discussing the <laughs> the the can you DDT? Can you, can the Masters of the Universe figures D pull off a DDT better than GI Joe figures? That's where the source material podcast went.
3: Now All right? it, I want you mean? to say that my opinion on the matter was initially, "Who gives a fuck?" But um,
1: that, I mean, that's kind of
3: mine. <laughs> <No>.
0: Thank you. <laughs> that's wrong. I, ex- I expect you to vote soon, Robert Cooper.
1: Do you? Because we put the, the Masters of the Universe and. Oomst. What's that? I said, who who who's in the voting here?
0: Okay, you have two toy franchises. Here's the question: You have two toy cha- toy Mark <laughs> toy franchises. Jeez, why are you, you have, dragging me into this? You got two toy franchises to pick from to pull off a five star wrestling classic. All right, okay. either. Masters of the Universe. You're ten years old again, by the way. Just I got to put that in there. You're not, you know, near forty like me and Mark are. Ten years old. You're sitting in your bedroom. You want to play wrestling with your figures. You got Masters of the Universe. You got GI Joe. Which one are you picking? Five Star Matt Classic.
1: Masters uh, of the Universe or GI Joe? Ah, man. You know, I'd probably have to go with uh, Masters of the Universe. Mm. Well, I mean, because they because they feel more like a uh, like you know like a, a song or <laughs>
3: <laughs> Well, I win the podcast. Thanks for ah. playing, everyone. <laughs> hey, Jesse, Jesse, why don't you what? do this for me? In lieu of what just happened, why don't you say my name?
0: Oh. <laughs>
2: Yes. <laughs>
3: Say my name, Jesse Starcher. Say my name. <laughs> uh, Mark Radlich. I am the Velveteen Dream. Um, I love that song, by the way. That is, like, no shit. That is my favorite song off this entire album. I have waited all night just to play that song. I don't even want to hear the next two songs. Let's just
0: call it a night. Um, no, negative. <laughs> <laughs> negative. Uh, Dude, it's say... a good song. It, it's... It's, a, it's a great <laughs> representation of... Some of the good Godsmack songs that I like it's as well. It's like the best.
3: It's the best song on the album.
0: Sure, and uh, <laughs> then <laughs> those good Godsmack songs that get you pumped up. Yeah, and you know, get back and and you better go away.
3: Th- this, this song. Is... This song makes you want to lift dumbbells and po- lift dumbbells and shoot steroids. <laughs> You you're gonna give somebody the business after listening to this song. You're gonna give somebody a fisting. That's what you're gonna do. Oh my goodness! Then you're gonna oh. make them say your name.
0: <laughs> this this album has got quite. It's sexual. gonna go
3: like right <laughs> under your scars.
1: <laughs> That's how you get this. You get
3: You die. Let me. Uh,
1: nobody's gonna be saying your name.
3: Let me go ahead right. and play the horse sound because I believe. I believe we've earned it tonight. Come here, horsey.
2: <laughs>
3: Indeed. I <laughs> can do a decent horse
1: horse noise, I'm just saying. Uh
3: horse is a horse, of course, of course, and no one can fist a horse, of course. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I bet you you could. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I don't know if My money balance. is on that. You can. <laughs> that well, no. I would. Statement? I would imagine if you tried to fist a horse, you would get kicked by the horse, and you and you would be. If it didn't kill you, you would be paralyzed. What if you're what if on if its back? What if the horse is asleep? Dude, if you fist a horse while it's sleeping, it's going to it's gonna jump up and kick you. But if it's dead? These, <laughs> Why are we these, fisting a dead horse? These, I don't I know. We've already beat it enough. Maybe we want to get kinkier. <laughs> wow, well, this podcast took t- t- a turn for the macabre. No, dude.
0: It never took a turn. It's been a- <laughs> Like we've been trying to get—it's not even like we're trying to get out of the ditch. It's, it's like we're whole just whole 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 sitting here. We
1: just <laughs> it didn't take a turn. It's always just kind of been there. We just <laughs> finally
3: brought it up. I don't know. I feel like we always start okay, and then it's—it's <laughs> it's like within three steps we just go right off the cliff.
0: Is that, is that the introduction? Like when you say "Welcome to the Metal Hammer of Doom," and yeah, then that, and, it, and it's it. all downhill after that. Yeah, that's. that's that's appropriate. I, I wouldn't see that.
3: <laughs> oh shit! My chair almost fell over. Um, all right.
0: <laughs> what?
3: Oh, what? <laughs> really?
0: Hey, real quick. Yeah. I threw every lyric from every song off this album into word count. So you guys ready? Yes, sir. Right.
1: Uh, yes. Fourth grade.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, you're 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 being a little too critical. It's actually the readability level is seventh to eighth grade student for this <laughs> album. lyric.
1: <laughs> I mean it didn't feel like eighth grade like I feel like eighth
3: grade me would have really loved this I would like, say, yeah, I, 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 I would say I didn't learn about fisting until eighth grade so that's fine
0: all right <laughs> <laughs> so your most popular most used word off of this album please be fisting. With 78 counts which doesn't surprise me is I'm all right uh, that that kind of doesn't surprise me. It, it, a lot of a lot of his lyric writing is it seems to be pretty personal. So that again, and then number two is me. Sure. So yeah, uh, and then I think number eight or excuse me, number seven is Isle. Uh, so then we have <laughs> this is an interesting pair for the top two the the two word pairs here. Number one is let it, and the number two is it out. And number three is Take It. Uh, and then, for some reason, number four is It Too. So It has quite a bit of appearances there this in the top. This whole
3: album is about butt stuff.
0: <laughs> when It, it Out Again,
1: It. Sigmund Freud coming right back around.
0: Yeah, man, we started out with that. Um, All right. go ahead. So
3: when, when, when engaged in fisting, you might actually say, for the love of God, let it out.
1: What? <laughs> <laughs>
3: let it be let it be it's, let it be what were you complaining about there, Cooper you were <sighs> you, you you just yelled out oh my god in like the middle of the song for no good reason
0: i was laughing i could tell you that much uh, so i don't know if coop said anything but i could tell no, you right that now that
1: wasn't me i thought that was you mark
0: oh well i, I just now unfortunately after this podcast I, I have a vivid picture of Sully Erna getting fisted, and this song, Let It Out, you, you made the joke about <laughs> getting the fist out of the ass, well, then if you listen to the first few lyrics, I took a little breather of my own, I might be too far gone, this is clearly him trying to deal with the fact that he just got his ass raped. <laughs> Little fragments of my life. I'm slowly dying, trying not to be so far from home, but I'll be there alone. Fragile pieces of my mind. I'm feeling paralyzed, compromised. So let it out, let it go. Yep,
3: this whole song's about prison sex.
0: Uh, gosh. Yeah, well,
3: you did watch Oz.
0: I really, I really do feel for our listeners sometimes, because <laughs> it's have to deal with our bullshit. It's shit like this makes me go, oh my goodness. I'm so sorry. You know I really what, hope you didn't come here to hear us talk about like give a legitimate conversation on an album. <laughs> that that was not happening that Not I, what we do. Not nope. Um, you know, negative we, <laughs> <laughs> You know what? You know what cracks
3: me up is like we did. Uh, Damn you, Hollywood! Last night, you know, and in a in and a, and a feature of that show is that Robert and I can get pretty contentious with one another. I mean, and it's all in good fun. You know, we have fun kind of sticking it to each other. Um, you might you might even say fisting. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, no, but uh, no. In all serious, um, you know, like Robert gives me shit, I give him shit. That's just part of the show. And we we know we we've, we've joked about um, why would anyone want to want to come on a show and talk movies with us? You know, we're terrible. Uh, we're terrible to each other. We're just terrible in general. We had two people on the show last night. One is a fan of the show, and. He became a fan of the show through somebody else who be, who was a fan of the show, uh, and that's nice. yeah, like, you know, and and he's been on he he's been on a couple of uh, damn you Hollywoods before and or and or TV parties, so we've started referring to him as our representative from the from the uh, Canadian office, or as Robert Winfrey referred to it as North Montana, but the other person who who sought us out was Alexis Haina. and um. You know, and, and we we made the joke on the show with the two of them there. there's like, yeah, two people wanted to be on the show to talk Infinity War tonight. We don't know why they picked ours. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they, uh, this, despite our, this, despite conversations like the ones we've had tonight, or despite you know how a lot of the damn you Hollywoods go, people people want to come and talk to us. I don't know why.
1: <laughs> or ask
3: us when's the last time we touched a child. Well, yeah, there's the, then there's that.
0: Metal Hammer of Doom's got to be the litmus test. Then it's got to like be the a, thing. More it, like a litmus test. Shitmas, <laughs> where we we put it to the test. If you're going to be a fan of the Rattleration Broadcasting Network and you listen to this show, then you're a hardcore fan. So uh, you put up with a lot of shenanigans.
3: Yeah, man. If you uh, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. No, no jokes here. If you are a dedicated fan of this show, like, every week you're like, oh, I can't wait for, you know, thir- Wednesday night, Thursday morning for the new Metal Hammer of Doom to drop. You know, I've been listening to these guys for a while now. They're pretty funny and, you know, pretty insightful God about music. God bless you. God fucking bless you, man. <laughs> I don't know. God bless your
1: little pumpkin pie soul.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you, you 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 deserve something nice. Someone should buy you a cheeseburger. Because I tell you
0: what, I tell you what would be nice is for us to like end the show, and that they'd be like, "Oh, thank goodness, (laughs) (laughs) it's over." Maybe not.
3: All right, so let's move on to the last song of the night. Uh, This is "Eye of the Storm." I.
2: I of the Stone
3: all right well that takes us to the end of the album um, i'm going to go ahead and give this a solid b you know, it's fine. These aren't, you know, I, again, say my name was my favorite one on here. It was pretty aggressive. But um, I've, we've had a lot of fun with this album. I, know, I don't know if, the, if everyone that listens to the podcast is going to listen to it from start to finish. But, you know, it's jokes. It's just jokes. We're just having fun. <laughs> um, for God's sakes.
0: We're just having a good time. Yes, indeed.
3: Um, I don't really think when Legends Rise was secretly about him taking it in the end. <laughs> I no, li- come on now. <laughs> I really I don't. It's, I just—it was funny to me, and I ran with it. Um, so anyway, uh, look—you know—if you—if you have a, a an inkling towards hard rock, um, not so much you know uh, aggressive heavy metal—I think this is going to be your bag. I think for the—I think for most of the you know mainstream rock and roll metal. Uh, fans out there. I think this is just what the doctor ordered. It is um, perfectly serviceable, um, non um non insulting, you know, hard rock. I think Godsma I think Godsmack went out to put a, a palatable hard rock album. They achieved that. Uh so why why a B and not an A? Because there's not a single <laughs> there's not a single memorable song on here. Um they're 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 perfectly they are perfectly okay. They're perfectly fine. It is a perfectly fine album.
0: So they get a B. Uh, I'll go ahead and give my final thoughts. I'll kick it over to you, Coop. So I like Eye of the Storm, by the way. I think that's my favorite one off of here. I I think they ended it very well. It felt like a great Godsmack song to, you know, throw the horns up with. It's that one of the heavier ones off of here, in my opinion. Uh, and as for the album as a whole you know there's Godsmack albums and this is per- this is one of them this is a great <laughs> representation of of Godsmack I-, I agree with you Mark when it comes to some of the me- more memorable stuff that we really liked when Godsmack first hit the scene uh, there were some standout songs that you mentioned and I, I threw out there uh, and I think that Later on down the road, I'm going to pop this album back onto Spotify and be like, hey, you know, I, re- I remember digging it. I listened to the album probably about five or six times today. I didn't skip any songs. I think you guys all know that I I, I like the faster-paced stuff, so I think I skipped the Scars song. But other than that, I mean, the rest of them I had no problem listening to, enjoyed, enjoyed uh, what I heard. Uh, I don't have a whole lot of cri- criticism when it comes to, you know, what – what was on this album? So, in my opinion, my personal opinion, we have discussed 14 albums so far this year, and uh, at least uh, the new albums, I guess you should say. Godsmack is going right in there at number seven, so it's right there in the middle, right underneath Ministries America Can't, and right above Orphan Land. Sorry, sorry, Coop, don't hate uh, me. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> good. Uh, uh. Yeah, I could maybe switch Godsmack for Orphan Land and put it. A, I, I'm I'm still putting both of them above Machine Heads Catharsis. So, um, Let's
1: listen to that album.
0: It was decent. Uh, I, uh, uh, turn over to uh, you, Coop. Oh, good. I'm done uh, talking now. I should have been uh, done talking a long time ago. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you know, I say that about myself a lot, and it just uh, never, never really happens. So, yeah, this <laughs> album, like, okay, so the aggression got toned down a little, which I do feel knocked down the douche level. Just a hair. I mean, they weren't very, they weren't quite douchey now in terms of overall. Uh, uh, how do I put it? I guess overall lyrical fulfillment uh, is not exactly at a maximum, but uh, you know, it was a. It existed uh, I just didn't feel there was much memorable on this like at all and I'm not really a f- huge fan of the band so there's not a whole lot for me to stick stick with otherwise like you know it's like you know if there's an album that's like not super memorable but you're a fan of the fan you're kind of you're gonna kind of gravitate towards songs yeah no uh, that is not me on this album uh, I mean Eye of the storm was good but uh, Whatever the hell the first track was it made me go like oh okay this isn't gonna be as bad uh, but yeah uh, for me like if i were to throw it like a grade nah, two out of five i mean it's a little below average for me just because i found it inoffensive but not memorable so and i don't know maybe my own personal bias knocked it down that half point but uh i mean overall the highest i could even give it would be a two and a half star because i don't even feel like we're gonna remember this existed
0: just, uh, a, just a just a quick aside. Both of you guys give the same exact rating to Ministry's album, according to what I see here. So, Mark gave it a B, and Coop gave it a two.
1: Oh God, Ministry! That was just uh, <laughs> choosing choosing Uncle Al's facial tattoos as a, min, as, a as a virtue. <laughs> uh-huh. Choosing versus, versus versus as a virtue.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh shoot! I uh, didn't didn't see old Philip H. Anselmo coming back, didn't ya?
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, is that uh, it? Choosing to buy
1: your kid not buy your kids, a game system as a virtue. <laughs> Mark, or, or even better, or even, or even stop better, him while he's ahead. Putting, putting effort into
3: children's plays is a virtue. <laughs> <laughs> so next All week, right. yeah. next week here on the Metal Hammer of Doom, your place for comedy and metal. Um, we will be reviewing
1: uh, <laughs> That's that's comedy, more
3: metal depending on uh, your tastes. Uh, next week we will be reviewing the new Monster Magnet album. Are you gonna be joining us for that or are you do you have to work again, Peg Pete? Um, I get to work until midnight. All right, so Robert Cooper will not be here, which means you'll actually get a less silly show. Um, because whenever... That's the pattern. Whenever it's just me and Jesse, it's always, like, a race to finish. You know, like, we actually just talk about the music, and then it's like, okay, we're done. Bye. (laughs) Um, (laughs) with Robert Cooper, we bring the silly. Um, so, Monster Magnet... (laughs) Monster Magnet, Mindfucker, No Silliness. All right? Um, we were off for two weeks, so I don't have any other shows as far as the Metal Hammer of Doom to tell you about. Um... Just wanted a real quick announcement. They, uh, they finally put a release date for the new Power Glove album. So uh, we'll try to sneak that onto the calendar somewhere. I'm planning October to be every week as a new covers album. Um, and right now, the ones that, are, that, that have either dropped or have dates are all programmed in the schedule. The, one, the only one that isn't, that's currently taking up a day, is, a, is the new Satyricon. I don't know if Satyricon is going to put their covers album out before October. So if they don't then we'll probably do uh pop, we'll probably do Power Glove in October. If not, we'll try to find another place on the calendar. It's hard right now because I've literally like the calendar only has drops through roughly June and I've booked the entire year out. They because they were just oh, mul- good they golly. Yeah, there were multiple drops for uh, a few different weeks there and there's a lot of stuff I want to cover. Um you know, right now the uh the it's looking like let me quick bring it up again um and 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 this is always card subject to change you know depending on what new thing comes out and there's i mean there were there were things that were on the calendar that i eventually just had to drop because it was there was other stuff that was more important so um just looking at the month of may we've got monster magnet next week um in two weeks dimu borgir On the 23rd, Five Finger or Four Finger Death Punch, however you like it. (laughs) Um, Synergizing with the new Star Wars uh, solo anthology movie is The New Galactic Empire. Uh, So we'll take a look at that. They have a new one? Yeah, there's a new Galactic Empire coming out. Um, Well. On June 6th is The New Lordy, because I promised Jesse. No, Uh, please, I can't wait! (laughs) Uh, on the 13th I hope is the there's new... more song about hugging hardcore <laughs> <laughs> Fisting baby <laughs> um, the fisting continues Yes Turn that hall into a room um, nah. On the 13th of June <laughs> is the new Ghost album um, With the new singer On the 20th is the new Parkway the Drive singer?
1: Huh? Isn't it the same guy, just in a different... I, I, I don't know. the was just the same guy in a new new I, makeup. And he actually looks like Vincent Price now.
3: Oh, terrific. Um, so there's a new Ghost uh, that we'll review on the 13th of June. On the 20th is Parkway Drive. Sorry, Robert. Okay. Yeah, I know. Um, on the 27th is the new Amorphous. Uh, Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Um, it's going to be exciting. We are not... Oh, you know what? I, I took it off the calendar because originally we uh, I was supposed to be going away for July Fourth. That doesn't appear to be the case anymore. So Kid Rock will be uh, July Fourth. Uh, we'll do last year's Kid Rock. Excuse me. Why? Because it's because ju- it's July Fourth. Yeah,
1: the guy the guy likes to sound like he was raised in damn Alabama. <laughs>
3: But he's from you know what? No, he, he started
1: he, out originally sounding like he came out of fucking New York. Dude, a freaking sham.
3: He's from the Detroit. All right, anyway. save it yeah. for the pa- save it for the podcast. <laughs> oh, it, Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, I'm
1: sorry. WWE Hall of Famer
3: Kid Rock. <laughs> Oh yeah,
0: yeah. You better get it right. Get July, that moment. Quite.
3: July 11th, tr- July 11th is uh, the new Skindred. Big Tings. Big Tings. Jesse Starcher. Big uh, Tings. Big Tings. Uh, July 18th. Oh, I we're gonna give
1: Flo Rida his. Uh,
3: this is WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, next year. Give it next year. Oh,
1: Chris Paul is such a dick.
3: Um, anyway, so Sorry, July... Eh, I lost my place in the calendar. Um, July, July 4th, July 11th. July 18th is the new Lords of Black. Uh, The 25th, if you guys can get your shit together, there's a Coops pick. I'll be at the Dave Matthews Band. Pray for me. Um... <laughs> That's what you get for playing. Is that Kid the name Rob. of the twerk? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking white people. Um. Uh, hashtag white people. Hashtag white people. Uh, hashtag
0: um, pick up no change. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag
3: um, <black> only. <laughs> on August first is the new bleeding through. On August eighth is silent stream of a godless uh, of godless elegy. Um. Actually, Sounds uh, like a Nile album. I I like that album. Um, On the 15th is the new Cruishan, which I played for Jesse, my favorite Cruishan album. Some say The Devil Is Dead, uh, which actually is a cover. Um, Right now, August 22nd is Midnight Soul, uh, but I don't know if that's going to stay on there. Um, It's one of those folk metal bands that I like. Robert Cooper. uh, August 29th is the new Cataclysm. Uh. All right. Next day, it was a lot better. Ugh. Um, September 5th is Bullet for my Valentine. Uh, oh. September, September 12th is the new Corpaclani. September Ooh. September 19th is Nervosa. Um, one okay. of you, one of you guys, told me to throw that one on the calendar. I think because I wouldn't have picked it on my own. Or maybe I, I don't did. know what
0: the hell Nervosa is. So no. <laughs> gotta be Coop.
3: <laughs> no, you know what? I'm sorry. No, I read about Nervosa, and it turns out I, I, I. I I liked what I was reading about, so I was like, oh, we should do yeah. their new album.
1: So I was just thinking about, like, I'm like, no, uh, I mean, I know Anorexia Nervosa, but that's a black metal band. I wouldn't
3: torture you guys with that. No, Nervosa, that was that was me. Um, Robert Cooper on September 26th is the new Aborted. There'll be a new Aborted album. Um, All right. It's good. Uh, in, in, so October currently looks like this. Satyricon, uh, assuming the album has come out by then. Mystic Prophecy, their covers album. The Devil Driver uh, covers album of all country tunes. Um, Burn uh, the uh, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Devil Driver is doing an outlaw country cover album. Oh boy. Um, so that's the seventeenth. The twenty fourth is Burn the Priest, their covers album, and then we and then on Halloween night, guys, we are going to be doing a show on Halloween night, and we're going to do the new Trick or Treat which is a covers album. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. So see how that all goes. Um, on November 7th is the new Mad Ball. On November 14th is the new Orange Goblin. And our turkey, <laughs> our turkey show of the year, Now, normally we go in the Wayback Machine and, we, and you know, we pick an old album. This year we're picking an album that's coming out this year, but I thought it would be appropriate to review the night before Thanksgiving. It's Hoobastank. Oh,
1: and you know what? And they're signed to a metal label. Yeah,
3: they are. So, yeah. They are. And I I see them on my Instagram feed all the time. I'm like, why? So, speaking of fisting, their new album is called Push Pull.
0: Um, (laughs) (laughs) Why did this podcast go that route? Wow. Just say that it stinks.
3: (laughs) So Hoobastank Yeah we'll be reviewing that the night before Thanksgiving um, Okay so we have one week One week in November That I don't have anything programmed in So yeah we'll see what We'll see what drops between August and uh, And in December Because I've got stuff ready for December All lined up We've got the Rocky Four soundtrack um, On December 5th to go along with Creed 2 uh, Big Dumb Face is releasing A Christmas album so we'll do that on the twelfth. Uh, Tars' Christmas album from last year, we're going to review it this year, and that's going to be the nineteenth. Then we're taking a then we're taking a week off because it's Christmas week, and I got to fit other shows in. And then we do the year end special on January second. What do you think of that, Jesse Starcher?
0: Love it! It sounds like it's going to be exciting. I am. I'll tell you right now. If we get the chance, which hopefully we should, this coming Sunday when we're getting prepared, maybe to do some Metal Hammer of Doom extras uh, on Monster Magnets, um, I just currently watched Space Lord, and there were a lot of hot women in that video. And now I'm watching Negasonic Teenage Warhead, which I think is one we should definitely talk about because these guys were high. That's just <laughs> about. The, and I don't know if it's as bad as Planet Caravan, but it's damn close. It, it is terrific. damn close.
3: Well now I'm excited. So we'll make sure we do that Sunday morning. <laughs> Alright, that's that's it. I've now plugged every single show for the year. Uh Robert Cooper, you have all of one week. <laughs> one no, sorry, you have the date the night that I go to Dave Matthews band and then one week where I don't currently have anything plugged in to get to get some of your shit in, as they say in wrestling. Uh
1: uh-huh. uh I am sure I can figure something out if I actually remember to look up <laughs> to tell you what it is.
3: Yep. Maybe, maybe next year you'll 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 contribute to the calendar because this year I just took it over and said "fuck your couch." Don't worry, I'll end up sneaking in there. I always do. I'm actually surprised you didn't insist we 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 covered the new uh, necrogoblin. Oh, Necrogoblicon? Yeah.
1: I just I <laughs> assume that would have. I love Necro Gobblecon. We might have to sometimes. What is
3: what is the new album like? Welcome to retard or something like that. Oh my
1: gosh! They had a song I listened to it when I was doing my weekly column. They had an EP with a song. It was about giraffes. It was like suddenly, Lee, giraffe, giraffe. It's just goofy as fuck.
3: Necro, oh fuck, Necro Gobblecon. Yeah, welcome, welcome to bonkers. Yeah.
0: What? what is this band about?
3: So, Jesse, here, here are the songs on Welcome to Bonkers. Mold, The Many Faces of Dr. Hubert Malbick, Roe, Dressed as Goblins, Dragons, Thanks for Nothing, Moon, The Skin Thief, <laughs> <laughs> The Skin Thief, <laughs> Darkness, That's some funny shit. The Magic uh... Spider, Killing Time and Space, and lastly, Goblins.
0: Oh, wow. So I just typed in suddenly a giraffe, and they're apparently... First first hit on uh, the old Yahoo here is www.giraffeboards.com. What the fuck?
3: So the most <laughs> the most popular songs from Necrogoblicon on Spotify are Dressed as Goblins, The Many Faces of Dr. Hubert Malbick, Mold, Powercore, and The Magic Spider. Related artists are Fin Troll, Winter Sun, Trollfest, Kalma... Ennispherum, Mors Principirum Est, uh, Turisus, So, oh, okay. Alestorm. Did
0: Ooh. you say it was folk? Folk metal.
3: That's what it seems. It seems, or at least comparatively speaking, that's what that's what they. Compar- yeah. Uh, from what I
1: remember.
0: Okay.
3: All right. It's really goofy. Can you tell? I don't know. I think we might have to. We 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 might have to f- find a place for this at some point this year. It's already out. The new album.
0: Are there videos? Yes, there are
1: videos. I know.
0: Dressed as Goblins, the official video from one month ago.
1: I hope they're all dressed as Goblins. Oh,
0: they are, dude. He's straight up reading from something. Here's the problem. As much as I would love to cover this
3: album, there's no room on the calendar. Of all the stuff that I read there, I can't, you know, I, I can't, like... It's all stuff I want to cover. There's really nothing on there other than maybe Midnight Soul that I was just like, oh, I can live without this. Everything else is gold. Gold, I tell you.
1: Well, uh... Maybe we can just put it on our... uh, Maybe we can just put it on our pending stuff. Like, you know, if an album ends up being, like, boring.
0: Let me tell you, this video for Dressed as Goblins... (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what the hell is going on, but an old man just walked out to try and chop some wood, died of a heart attack... And now we're in the city where a goblin is hitting a bong.
3: (laughs) Well, we introduced Jesse to something that, to a new love. All right. Robert Cooper, do your plugs. Uh, Well, there's this
1: podcast. I think we just plugged it for 20 minutes. I think it was legitimately like a 20-minute plug session. Good God. This is like when I used to do six podcasts a week. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. there's this podcast Sentai Rider Podcast it's on Facebook nobody likes it anymore but it's still there at facebook.com slash Sentai rider Podcast that is A I R I D E R podcast uh w2mnet.com I don't like write there much anymore but I'm like three months behind on New Japan so uh probably need to get on that bicycle and uh, catch up but then I'm behind on my anime too I ain't getting uh, I ain't getting uh, getting ahead on shit am I uh (laughs) Yeah, it's Sean Garmer, he's our buddy, he shows up on our podcast on occasion, we share stuff with him, he shares stuff with us, it's great. So yeah, go to that website, it's cool. Uh, And then uh, ScrapingTheBottom.com, my buddy Kevin, that's his his podcast, I totally want to be on it again. Uh, uh, Yeah, I was on there once, we had a dumpster fire, there was cake, I wanted to show up and just start talking about about Avengers movies, comic books, and... uh, I'll probably make more roots references that are gonna get me uh, get me punched again. I kept telling uh, the black guy with us. I kept making your name is Toby references.
2: Nice.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, I was hitting him. I was hitting him pretty hard. And then we finally got up and we pretty much ran around the table until I let him punch me in the arm. We lot a uh, force on that punch too. Nice. I was like damn, you know I'm joking, right? He's like, still. I'm like, it was just. Some, I was like, a, I was like, come on. He got better. <laughs> he got to join the Starship Enterprise
3: are you done
1: are you still fucking laughing at that music video? I'm watching
0: it right now dude I don't understand uh, you guys have to just watch this and just take it all in that's all I got to say and we're back, and
3: we're back to fisting
0: what no why?
1: Why are we? Why are we trying to pull like shit out of people's butts? I don't get it.
0: Dude, this video. Okay, I'm. i gonna stop talking about. It. Am I ready to plug? Because I, I swear, I ha- We will have to watch this and comment on it. Um, is it my turn yet? Yes. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, go give the and Broadcasting Network Facebook page a like to stay up on top of all the great podcasts that we have to offer. Uh, there are all sorts of great stuff out there for you to partake in. I do a comic book podcast on this here network. It's called Source Material. We're at over 150 episodes. Uh, We are pretty much a book club for comics, where me, Mark, and Ronnie come together, and usually some extra special guests who join us to discuss a storyline that's occurred in comics, so uh, check that out, all sorts of other stuff on on there, also where we talk about the Metal Hammer of Doom extras, where we discuss and comment on a video as we watch it also uh there has been a couple arcade drops where we were talking about let's plays earlier well me mark ronnie uh robert winfrey sat down and watched somebody play the whole simpsons arcade game straight through and we did a commentary on that that was a lot of fun uh so you can find that on the source material youtube page other than that i'm ready to get out of here i want to thank you guys for man Godsmack's new album Glad I had the chance to talk about it with you guys. I'm looking forward to next week and some Monster Magnet, Space Lord, Mother, Mother,
3: Sucker. Mother. Tell your children mother, not to come my way. Tell your children mother, not to, mother, tell your children mother, mother, not to mother, hear my words, not to hear what they say. Mother, Mother, Mammy, mother, Mammy. That's my Mammy I'm talking about. Nobody else's Mammy. Mammy.
1: Oh, I thought you said. You just said Mammy I'm like oh no Not I, I God did. Al Jolson several... Al
3: Jolson I did say Mammy Several times
1: Mammy Oh god Mammy I, Al Jolson Seriously like Just creeps me out man
3: Nobody else is Mammy 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 Alright Mammy um, <laughs> For the Metal Coop Robert Cooper Otherwise known as Peg Leg Pete For the Disapproving Dad I am your mandated reporter And frankly I'm mortified Mr. Mark Rattledge. Be well, be safe, and behave.
2: I
1: think that's the wrong outro. I mean, I remember. remember, I, remember I don't know what this is about. Got to
2: get, got to get, got to, got, to, got to get money. Progressive presents.